0: this is uh, John Tarleton uh, editor-in-chief of the independent it, we're back on the WBAI uh, evening news uh, today we launched the uh, August issue of the independent hit the streets around the city in uh, news boxes and select the uh, libraries that have uh, reopened and our cover story is about this uh, this very uh, uh, controversy around the reopening of the of the schools whether it's a wise idea or not the uh, the title of our cover story is COVID goes to class. The mayor is eager to have kids return to the classroom in September, but is it safe? And the the piece was written by the Indies education correspondent, Katia Schwenk, who joins us this evening. Katia, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, John. Glad to be here.
0: Yes. So your your article really uh, hones in on the perspective in particular of, uh, of uh, different workers uh, who would have to carry out this reopening from uh, from teachers to administrators, as well as uh, custodial workers, uh, can you can you talk uh, just talk about the the article and, and and uh you know how it unfolded and and what you learned in more than a month of uh, diving into this story?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I spent the last month talking to, like you said, not just teachers, not just families, but also school administrators. Um, Custodial workers, people who are working, you know, in advocacy groups and organizers. And I think, you know, everyone has their own concerns, but I think there is such a such a agreement that, um, you know, for everyone, uh, school and opening, there are some serious worries about opening schools in the fall. Um, And so, I mean, I think, you know, like like you said, like custodial workers, for example, are concerned about the Department of Education's promises um for cleaning. Um teachers are concerned about um whether or not their classes are going to be safe. They're worried about whether they can get medical exemptions, you know, in the fall. Families are worried about the safety of their students. So yeah, I mean and I think everyone feels that there are a lot of questions left unanswered by the Department of Education. And that's something I really delved into in the story as well.
0: And it seems like a starting point uh... For a lot of this concern is actually what happened last March when the mayor was very slow to close down uh, the school system. Uh, New York is one of the last major cities in the country to close down its school system. And, and later, 74 Department of, Educator, De- Department of Education educators died during the pandemic this spring. So uh, would you say there's been a, a loss of trust in, 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 the, in the mayor from the rank and file that have to do the work in the classroom and in the schools?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think no one has forgotten March, you know, especially teachers and people working um, in schools who, you know, really, you know, as they've told me, felt that they had to sort of take matters into their own hands. Um, when it came to the last few days before schools closed, um, and it was really this kind of thrive organized action that, was one of the major things that prompted the mayor to close schools. Um, And I think, yeah, I mean, like you said, 74 employees of the Department of Education um, died of the coronavirus. I think a lot of people attribute that, or at least some of that, to the failure to close schools, you know, when other districts around the state were closing and schools around the country were closing. Um, And, you know, the other thing about that is I think that – Teachers really felt like their actions, um, their threats to have a sick out, their, you know, petitioning of the mayor and of the, of the Department of Education, they felt that those were, you know, made something that was really effective at that time. And I think now what we're seeing um, are teachers coming together again and looking towards the past and looking at the chaos of the spring, but also looking at what they were able to achieve during the spring um, and thinking about ways to resist, you know, um, unsafe schools in the fall.
0: Mm. and and you're right they're literally on the march right now heading up uh Broadway to the DOE headquarters uh, hundreds of them yeah and, and um can you talk a little bit more about uh the the custodial uh, uh union that you you had a chance to interview the president of the of Local 891 which represents uh, hundreds of custodial workers in the in the school system what did you learn from talking to them
1: Yeah, so I spoke with um, Robert Choller of the, of yes, of the Custodial Engineers Union. Um, And, you know, I mean, what he said and what custodial workers and school staff are saying all around the city is really enlightening, which, you know, the Department of Education, I mean, one of the more important parts of its plan is, you know, the question of how to keep schools safe in the fall mean um, one of the things they're promising is all of this additional cleaning so they're saying there's going to be nightly deep cleaning of the schools additional cleaning during the day they're saying they're delivering you know extra supplies um electrostatic sprayers and other like mechanized cleaning equipment um but you know what uh mr troller said to me was you know the department of education is asking you know a huge increase in the capacity of our staff. You know he estimated about 25 percent more time cleaning, and because of the hiring freeze right now, the city is not going to be able to hire any more custodians, not going to be able to replace any custodians who are retiring, who are quitting, who have to quarantine from buildings. Um, and what he told me, you know, I think is really grave, which is that. He doesn't feel like the Department of Education's plans right now, given the resources and funding, will be able to be carried out, you know, as they're saying in the fall, um, just due to this, you know, shortage of custodians who are also putting their lives on the line, um, you know, to keep schools safe and who are also taking a great risk and, you know, going out. So, yeah, I mean, I felt, I think that's very concerning.
0: Yeah, that, that's uh, that's something to really keep an eye on. Uh, Katia Schwenk, thank you for joining us on the WBI Evening new, uh, News uh, today, and, and great work on your article, and I encourage everybody out there to, to read the article, whether they pick it up on the street or read it online at independent.org.